0: everybody, and welcome to another Coastal Rush podcast. Uh, we had some big news this week and for our Coastal Rush family, and that is that FC Dallas Emerald Coast is joining Coastal Rush. And so today I have with me their executive director, Louis Richard, who he and I have been friends for many, many, many years. And so Louis and I are going to just spend a minute and talk about it, kind of, you know, why and what we look forward to working to together in the future. So Louis, if you want to tell everybody, maybe hi and, a lot of people maybe don't know, know your soccer background, so why don't you give them a quick second to introduce yourself and tell them <laughs> kind of where do you come from in the soccer world?
1: Hey, John, thanks for having me. It's great to be a part uh, of the family uh, now. Um, I've been in this industry for I don't know, well over thirty years. I've tried to quit it many times and somehow keep getting promoted to do different things and different different clubs, different states, and uh, FC Dallas Emerald Coast has been no different. I started coaching. My kids uh, got recruited back about 10 years ago to start coaching them and slowly worked my way up to coaching older kids and then uh, becoming director of coaching and a couple years ago, executive director of the organization and all that time trying to drive the proper platforms, proper programming for for all the kids involved in the club. Uh, My background before that, I was a college coach at Auburn University and University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, uh, on the women's side back in the 90s and early 2000s. And it's uh, just been quite a ride in the soccer industry. I never really thought I would stay in it this long, uh, have a background in business and sports management. And uh, it's, it's, it's benefited me well um, through these different organizations and now leading uh, FC Dallas Emerald Coast to Emerald Coast Rush. And it's been a really good thing. And like, like you said, you and I have been friends for a long time, well over a decade, I think now. And um, the organization that Coastal has been able to put together over the last 18 months, I guess, two years, uh, has been remarkable. And uh, the opportunity to join that is a very fascinating opportunity and something that the coaching staff and the membership is very excited about.
0: Man, I appreciate sharing all that. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate you giving everybody your background. I remember when I first met you and I was like, wait, hold on. So you coach at Mississippi and Auburn? Because we'd always go to the SEC tournaments <laughs> when they were down here. And it's like, oh, yeah, man, I've been in these SEC tournaments for years. And so – um it's, it's nice to have that type of experience here on the Gulf Coast in front of our kids. And it's, uh, you know, you and I, when we get to talk soccer, it's always fun because we, we we get to talk on more of those common sense ranges, which is what we yeah, like to do. Uh, for sure. So let's talk through this. So, uh, you know, you're a new year parent um, at Emerald Coast. You know, what are you I hoping... Am? You're you And you are a parent. For y'all that don't know, Lewis has several kids that have played the sport. His son is currently playing in college. And, uh, you know, so what do you expect? What do you want for the parents? Or what did you want before you joined this? Like, what did you want out of it? If you were in front of 500 of the Emerald Coast families and you said, listen, at the end of the day, this is what I was hoping to do by putting this in front of the membership. Ultimately, the membership voted. They wanted it to happen. But what did you want for them? In the partnership,
1: I wanted to create enough programs within the club for, and we have been doing that through the years. uh, But enough programming so that no matter what your skill level, that you had an opportunity to play at our organization. Uh, Emerald Coast United has been around for nearly 25 years, I think, as a legal entity. Um, All five of my kids have played for this organization under different names. Uh, there's two cur- still currently in the club. The two youngest ones are, are finishing up in high school, um, but I wanted to be able to offer an elite player, an opportunity to pathway forward. Uh, as you mentioned, my son going. To... We'll give I'm Lewis sure. a quick uh, minute. There you go. You're good. Anyway, You're back yeah. on. <laughs> Do we need to start over? Nah, let's keep rolling, okay. man. Yeah. My phone started ringing, <laughs> um, but the pathway at the end of that high school career comes real fast for kids. So trying to create an extension of that for those kids that wanted to pursue further, whether it's to go play in Europe, whether it's to play uh, amateur pro teams, whether it's to go play college, wanted to be able to extend that for kids. And at the same time, offer enough platforms for kids that maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they just want to play high school till the end, or maybe they just want to play uh, recreation plus type soccer. You know, and we. We offer all that for every every age from four to nineteen. We've got that, and collaborating with Coastal Rush has been the opportunity to extend that pathway at the top end to offer some um, at-home training skills for the entire membership. And the collaboration at those middle age groups, U eleven, U twelve, U thirteen, with organizations that have a like mind. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of clubs in the region, and everybody operates their own path trying to operate as best that they see fit and we've come to find in our organization that we we found some like partners with like-minded things you know and uh, I guess five years ago four years ago we started the I-10 football alliance and it was the same similar thing where we had six clubs founding that um, for a better pathway for the teams and we're still doing that with the I-10 league in the fall but uh, this offers a lot of a lot more collaborative Opportunities with team with clubs that are much closer. No, I think that's a good so. We're week. really
0: and I'll, I'll touch on a couple of things you just said. The for the all that don't know the Rush training home curriculum. Any player in Rush that you know you're only out on the fields a couple of days a week. There's a curriculum that we send to the players that the Rush Nation does together, and these kids can do extra work at the house with a guided instruction. It's been very very helpful especially when we have rain outs, we have situations, kids can't make it to the field for whatever case, heck you'd be on vacation and still have a program that you're following to get touches on the ball. Um, another thing Lewis said is Lewis, you mentioned like top end player. I mean, Lewis, what normally happens, right? We have a good player within our local clubs. They do really well. The, the training's working. They're excelling. At some point we have to do what? Ship them out.
1: Yep. Yeah, they've got, to, I mean, we've had kids from our area drive to Birmingham drive to Jacksonville. And I'm talking for practice twice a week. I mean, those are four hour trips one way. Uh, and you're, you know, for those that do that, I commend them because it's a very dedicated um, player because you're traveling four hours training for two hours traveling for home. And you're doing a lot of homework on the road. Uh, and uh, it's a challenging environment. And I think uh, this opportunity affords those same players to do the same thing without having to do all the excruciating travel.
0: That's a great point. So, you know, with coastal, and if if you've if you're new into coastal, I'll say it again. And if you're already in coastal, and it's just a clarifier. So, at coastal, you really plan your home club is where you start. Everybody yep. goes to the home club tryouts. Nothing changes. But in addition, if you have a player, or you are that player that is like, hey, I, I want more than what the home club offers. That's where our coastal teams come in. So now you have the ability in your own region to play for your home club. And to play for what we'll have is our highest level of competition that we provide in the Panhandle through these coastal teams, without having to feel like you got to leave home. If that makes sense, uh, a lot of kids always felt like, oh, I got to leave this club because it's it's if I've outgrown it, and they jump ship and they they can't be with their friends anymore, and they got go to go these multiple practices where coastal you can really play for two teams simultaneously,
1: yeah. Which is kind and, of the beauty I- of it. And it's a huge opportunity. And at the same time, like you said, they get to stay at home with the home club and train just down the street or just on the other side of town from their, where they live. And uh, it brings a lot of that travel off the road. Um, it offers them the opportunity to bring back the things they've learned with the Coastal teams back to their home club. And uh, it, it's really an exciting time for those players, I think.
0: Yeah. So here we are. Um... Right now, this is going to basically allow the panhandle. One thing, uh, it's not a situation where people say, oh, you know, the uniforms are going to be the same. And like, we all (laughs) feel the same way. We all we we all agreed changing the uniforms. Nobody wanted to do it, but we understand why we want to do it. Um, Like if I have players that are off one weekend and Emerald Coast is playing. Those players can literally get a phone call from your Coast, jump on there. The uniforms look the same. So there's the collaboration.
1: Oh, the, guest, we- the guest player part is a huge piece of it, um, allowing just the easy transfer of players uh, from one or- home organization to another, um, building a good roster for the weekend to make sure. You know, For example, we've got one team that's rather thin right now with maybe 13 players and needs a couple subs. And uh, being able to reach out to the Coastal organization, the home clubs, and just transfer a couple of players over real easy. They get to know each other. Kids get to know each other on a, on a more personal level and enjoy themselves. Play with some of the players that are typically a competitor. And now you get to, to work together on the same roster. Yeah.
0: And the fun thing is, like, I, I don't want people to lose sight. The home clubs still get to compete in local events, in tournaments. They get to travel to their own things. It's not a... Uh, coastal doesn't have any oversight to the home clubs and how they operate and they're still good, healthy competition. I mean, we just went to Pensacola classic and, you know, we got to play Bayside. We got to play PFC. We got to play, you know, a mobile team in the academy and those, those local competitions are still going to be healthy. It's just collaboratively. We're all working together on how can we make soccer better? And it, it, it's pretty cool to be able to have y'all come on and join what we're doing. And. You know, where we go from here. Let's talk about that. So ultimately, um, you and I have talked about this. We know soccer is growing. That's a given. We've seen the sport with the popularity. It's uh, more and more kids are wanting to play. And now it's a utilization is how can we allow the sport to keep growing and still produce a good quality product? So let's say we're, you know. A year, two years down the road from here, Lewis. Um what do we want to see for our panhandle kids? Uh, do we want to see them in there? Do we want to be playing on a regional national level? Do we want to see the academies bolstering? I mean, what do we want to see for our community
1: as we keep going down this road? I think one, you want to always bolster that foundational Academy, right? Like that's the way each home club is going to be able to grow is to continue to build um, those Academy teams in there. And then ultimately, yeah, you want these coastal teams operating on a regional and national level. And I, I We've had teams, individual home clubs, teams in the past prove that they can compete on those stages. And now with this opportunity, I think that the Coastal Rush teams can compete on those stages year in and year out at all levels. Uh, And I think that's really a good goal. And and something, you know, that's lost on sight on this is that there's a World Cup being played in this country in three years, and that's going to be a huge driving factor in the next generation of soccer players coming up through that academy level. Uh, and so those numbers are going to continue to grow and blossom. And we've got to be prepared with the coaching staff, develop them properly, you know, and that was another thing with coach Russ, the different curriculums and, and platforms that, uh, they offer the coaches, uh, that was very intriguing to us and opportunity, something that we've been doing for the last six years. And we felt that this was another good opportunity for the coaching staff to develop along with the players that we're going to be bringing on.
0: That was good. The, uh, Coastal competing on a regional national level. I couldn't agree with you. Um, The talent we've seen already through the teams that have both attending showcases and as well as our league standings. I, I knew our teams would be good. I knew the area had talent. I did not realize how good they would do in their first and second year playing together as a unit. Um, There's a lot of people like, Oh, they're never going to get along and the style of play is not going to match. And i tell you what, um, Locally, we don't get to watch our Coastal Rush teams play a ton because we're typically playing outside the area. But the, the area produces some amazing talent. And it's really it, cool to see that talent on the same field together.
1: It really does. And I think that's that's another thing lost is that Coastal Rush is just 18, year, or 18 months in existence right now as far as from the time you guys had first tryouts and things like that. So it's really in its infancy. And to be able to achieve so much so quickly uh, – Definitely sets the bar very high and uh, some very exciting goals forward for the coastal team.
0: Now, very, uh, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, You know, so a couple things as parents, um, if you're coming on from Emerald Coast, like there's resources that are out there that Lewis and them will be sharing. There's RushSoccer.com. There's RushSoccerDevelopment.com. We have our own page, CoastalRush.com, that uh, you will never be short. Of things to learn and grow in your own sport, you know, uh, as your kids play, there's a lot of education that we, we get as parents along the way as well. And then secondly, as players, is if you are that player that is looking to strive and go to the next level, lean in, ask about the training curriculum, ask about the training player, uh, the training opportunities at other clubs, ask about guest playing. And then eventually when we get to tryout time, which we're just a couple you know, I guess at this point, weeks down the road. Yeah. I just want to let, let's talk about that for a second. Here's the way it works. May, tw- I think it's May 22nd, Emerald Coast, Bayside, Perdido, Pensacola, Mobile, uh, Baldwin. We're all having tryouts with our home clubs. Yeah. You go to that tryout, you do it your thing, and you make the team. At that point, you're now eligible to attend Coastal Rush tryouts. You don't have to. You could be totally fine to stay in your home club, and that's all you do. It's no big deal. But if you're a player that's like, hey, I do want more, May 31st to I think June 1st or 2nd, um, you come out. We'll have tryouts at Ashton Brosnan. You do the training, and that team will take 18 plus a couple training players. So that's the way this process is going to work is if you make the team, great. Then you get two teams to play for in the panhandle. If you go to tryouts and you don't make the team, each club director has a a list that they can create that you can go back to and say, listen, I didn't make it, but I'm committed to improving. I'm committed to putting in the work. I want to be the kid on the short list. that if there's an opportunity to guest play or play up or to do something, just know that I'm I'm striving for that. And what's great, so Lewis in this case, him and Tim and the rest of his staff, are going to be able to help the players and provide them access to... I mean, just so much more than we could ever do collaboratively uh, that we haven't been able to do in the past. So that's what was coming down the road in just a couple of weeks. And, Lewis, I'm trying to think. I know this we, we said this was going to be kind of a short and sweet one, but yeah. is there anything else that we're missing that we might need to bring up?
1: Oh, I, I, I think the biggest thing is that you've got the home clubs getting to operate their, their home organization the, the way that they see fit in their local community. But at the same time, being able to collaborate with the other home clubs for a better, better uh, opportunity for everybody, um, you know, and so it's it's a fantastic opportunity for Emerald Coast uh, to join, and we're very excited about it. Uh, we've always worked well with a couple of the clubs anyway. Some of the directors on staff, uh, you know, I, I mentioned to you that you and I have known each other. Joe Bartlinski on the PFC staff, we've known each other for well over 25 years. So uh, we go back way to the college days when he was up uh, uh, a little more in the north than before he got to the beach. So we're, so we're looking forward to being able to collaborate with him and Bill and Kenny uh, and Mark at Bayside and, and the people over in Alabama as well. It's, uh, it, it's a great group effort, and there's a lot of great, talented coaches as well as players working in the group already.
0: Well, man – can't say it. couldn't have said it better myself. Um, I'm, I'm glad we were able to jump on and just kind of just chat here for a quick minute. Uh, yeah. I know there's a lot of moving pieces to all this. So, uh, families, if you need information, please reach out. Um, we're here and we look forward to the upcoming uh, weeks ahead as we get ready for tryouts. Uh, so, Lewis, thank you again formally for joining Coastal Rush. Glad to have you. Glad we got to thank make you call. And uh, I'm sure we'll be on the field and seeing you very soon.
1: Uh, absolutely. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. All right, bye. bye. All
0: right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. It was great to have Lewis on. Uh, we're going to, again, I'll put some information under the podcast uh, here with just more information about Emerald Coast United, and uh, which is now going to be Emerald Coast Rush. Uh, they'll have a general em- email that if you are looking to join, you can reach out to them, as well as we'll put some information on the upcoming tryouts uh, for Coastal Rush. So thanks again and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on the pitch.